0: <laughs> Is it time for recess yet? I'm so glad you found time to join us here on the Child Care Director's Chair, where Erica Sococcio shares her best practices that she's refined through her passion of directing child care centers over the last 23 years. From parenting interaction, systems to save you time, money, and stress, to profitability. She shares it all from the Child Care Director's Chair. Hey! I am just wondering if you have ever thought of purchasing childcare real estate. And so, in many of the Facebook groups, I hear lots of conversation about is it better to lease? Is it better to buy? Um, I've done both. Uh, so, I want to talk about that today. And if you're considering investing in childcare real estate, perhaps you've even heard of a 504 SBA loan. So we're going to explore the benefits and pros and cons uh, to help you make an informed decision on whether you should purchase your child care center or if you should continue to lease. And if you haven't opened up a program yet and you're on the fence, hopefully today's episode can give you a little more insight on the good, the bad and the ugly. So let's start with the pros. First of all, if you own child care real estate, it is a steady income. Childcare facilities often have consistent demand, providing a reliable source of income. And certainly, I think that could be said uh, for many states. Right now, there is a shortage of child care, and um, people are clamoring for those spots. So um, that is a, a steady stream of income for sure. You also have long-term stability. The need for child care services are unlikely to diminish And um, I don't think that Judy Jetson's robot is coming to replace us quite yet. So I think that we are still safe and people still want humans to watch their babies. Um, So, you know, ensure that it is a stable investment for the future, for sure. So you definitely have that long-term stability. There are tax benefits. Owning a child care real estate property can offer tax advantages Including deductions for property taxes and mortgage interest, to name a few. And then there's the high occupancy rates, with the growing demand for quality childcare. Occupancy rates tend to remain high, minimizing vacancies. And right now, most centers I know don't have any spaces open in infant and toddler and three-year-olds. There may be some vacancies in the four-year-old spots due to state-funded universal pre-K that is hitting the nation right now and is taking a bite out of the four-year-old population for many private centers. And that's an episode definitely for another day. Um, But, you know, infants and toddlers, they just keep coming in. And uh, certainly since 2019, I think there's been an explosion of new births. So I'm not sure if that's only in Rhode Island, but that's certainly what I'm seeing in my neck of the woods. Um, diverse tenant pool. So child care centers cater to a wide range of families, ensuring a diverse tenant pool and reducing the risk of relying on a single tenant. Meaning that um, you know, some businesses, you know, they rely on one or two different uh, customers if they have big jobs and if they lose those 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 customers, they you know, they don't have any revenue. So childcare centers have a wide variety of of families. And then the other thing is usually child care centers are very savvy. And so if you find that one age group population is declining, you usually will expand in another age group, like either infants or school age or youth programs. So um, we always are on the ball as far as finding new revenue streams and different ages to serve. Um, the community impact by investing in a child care real estate. You contribute to the well being and development of your local community. So, there's that, which is amazing. And I mean, who doesn't want to be near a child care center? Um, other businesses certainly do because it helps them attract employees who may have children. Having a daycare center nearby uh, certainly is a benefit for everyone in the community. And then there's the potential for expansion. As your investment grows, you may have the opportunity to expand your portfolio by acquiring additional childcare care properties, uh, which I have done six times. Um, I have purchased a couple buildings. I have leased a few buildings. Um, I have flipped some buildings. So I kind of have uh, a unique uh, experience in pretty much every way, except for building from the ground up. Um, but other than that, I have bought turnkeys. I have bought centers that were still operational and we just went in and, you know, pretty much flipped the name and, and kind of changed it over to our brand. Um, we've had centers that we've gone in that were previously a child care center, but were entirely closed, had no employees, had no, no students. We went in, filled that up, and then we flipped it and sold it to another childcare owner. Um, at a profit. So that was really nice. And then we have three child care centers now, two of the buildings uh, we own, and then one, uh, our largest one, we rent. But I have approached the owner three times in uh, trying to purchase the property. Unfortunately, he's not letting it go. And I know why, because he makes a great deal of money on that property. But uh, you can do that too, if you own your own property. Uh, the next thing is it, it brings you a positive cash flow. A well-managed childcare facility can generate consistent cash flow, providing a stable return on your investment. There is also appreciation potential. Real estate investments, including childcare properties, have the potential to appreciate over time, increasing your overall wealth. And I think uh, I know in Rhode Island, all of our properties. Um, have seen it, quite an increase in what they are worth and what you can sell them for right now. Now, let's talk really quick about SBA loan benefits. So the 504 SBA loan offers favorable terms, including low down payments and long repayment periods, making it a very attractive financing financing option. Also, there are very competitive interest rates, as the SBA loans typically offer competitive interest rates, helping you save on borrowing costs. Also, what I really loved is the flexibility use of funds. A 504 loan can be used for various purposes, including purchasing property, renovating, or refinancing childcare real estate. It's really nice because there are no balloon payments, unlike some commercial loans. The 504 SBA loan does not require a large balloon payment at the end of the term. And that really can give you some peace of mind. Um, Again, we, you know, I want to just point out again, the lower down payment with the 504 SBA loan, you can secure financing for as little as 10% down, freeing up your capital for other investments. So that was the option that we had used on one of our buildings. And then another one of our buildings, we actually did uh, owner finance. So the person who owned the building did the financing for us, which worked great for him because he didn't have to pay capital gains because he didn't get this big lump sum at once. He also got a higher interest rate on his money than he would have if it was just in a savings account or a CD. Um, So it was a win-win, and we had such a small down payment. Um, So yeah, it was a win-win. So if you could also... Do owner financing—that's always a nice option as well. Just make sure you have a lawyer and um, you know get all of your necessary documents in order. And you know favorable terms on the loan. A five hundred four SBA loan offers longer repayment periods, typically up to twenty five years, allowing for manageable monthly payments. So those are all the pros. So there's a lot of pros there. Um, and again, when you purchase property. 99% of the time, it becomes an asset, not a liability, as opposed to just continually paying rent over and over and over. You're not really building any equity. You're really paying the equity into the building uh, for the building owner. So um, you don't really want to do that if you can avoid it. Um, if you already have a program that's operational and you're in a building um, that has the potential for you to buy it, I certainly would say that's a great move if you have the intentions on staying in the business for a long period of time. If you want to build some, you know, equity into your business, especially if you're um, building a legacy and you're you plan on turning over your business to your children or other family members when you retire, etc. So, lots of upside. Let's talk about the downside. So, this cons, this cons to everything. So. First is the regulatory requirements, as childcare real estate comes with specific regulations and licensing requirements that you must adhere to, which may require additional time, effort, and certainly money. Um, that could be with having to put in so much extra plumbing, or having to put in fire alarms and sprinklers, and um, you know things that might go above and beyond traditional commercial properties. So, there's that. Also, market saturation. In some areas, the market may be saturated with childcare facilities, and that could be potentially leading to increased competition, which may impact the the revenue that your business brings in. So, that's why listening to our podcasts and other podcasts and other resources where you really can stay on top of your game uh, really will help you, even if Another center opens up around the corner from you or down the street from you, or you have to compete with now universal pre-K. So, um, you know, staying on top of your game is certainly one way to kind of uh, level out the playing field. Uh, Maintenance costs. With any property investment, childcare real estate requires ongoing maintenance and repairs, which can impact your bottom line. Now, in fairness, depending on what type of lease you have, and what type of landlord you're working with? Um, that may be true even on properties that you're leasing. There are many leases in commercial properties that um, either do triple net, or you're required to do all the repairs except for the walls and the ceiling and uh, the roof. Um, so I've had one of those where everything was ours. You know, if the heat, if the heater broke, we had to repair it. Um, We paid the taxes. We paid the water. So really, essentially, uh, depending on what kind of lease you have, you really may be paying the entire um, nuts and bolts on someone else's building. So um, that could be a con either way, whether you lease or are um, purchasing. Uh, Staffing challenges. Managing a child care facility involves hiring and retaining qualified staff, which can be a potential challenge now more than ever. There's the changing demographics. Changes in demographics such as declining birth rates or population shifts can impact the demand for child care services over time. So, you know, I think that that kind of goes through ebbs and flows. So although that could be a con, in most cases, I feel like, you know, it's it's temporary. And then, of course, there's the economic downturns like we have right now, where families may have to cut back on childcare expenses, potentially affecting occupancy rates and cash flow. Now, again, if you're clever with your marketing, if you provide high quality service, if you are keeping your brand out there, um, you usually can overcome those challenges. And I speak from experiences when I say, um, I opened up my first childcare center in 2008, which was the first recession. Now we have this recession. Um, We are still, our occupancy rates are still almost at 100%. Um, So, you know, take that at what you will. Um, I I think that that is the case for many centers right now. Um, And in some centers, maybe not depending on where you are, but um, you know, that can be a factor. Uh, There are limited exit strategies. So selling childcare real estate may require finding a buyer within the industry, which can limit your options compared to a more traditional real estate investment. However, on the flip side of that, you certainly can get much more for your building if it's open, operational, has students, it's already generating income, already has um, employees, um, then it's a great strategy. But if, if you if you close down, it's a little trickier to sell, um, which many child care owners are finding out right now um, because, unfortunately, there are several child care programs for sale um, where the owners decided to kind of hang up their hat, which breaks my heart and makes me sad because uh, we really need you all to, uh, to stick it in there and stay with us. But um, it does provide a great opportunity for those of you who are, looking to expand or looking to start your child care now. Uh, there is the local zoning restrictions. Uh, zoning restrictions may restrict the location and expansion of your child care facilities, limiting your investment opportunities. There is the operational risk of managing a child care facility, which involves inherent risks, such as liability concerns and potential legal issues, And one thing I will say, and I'm certainly not a lawyer, but when you do purchase property, purchase property in its own separate corporation or LLC, Um, get legal advice on that. But it really does make sense to separate your operational program from your real estate. Um, So that's just a little tip on the side. But like I said, always talk to a lawyer um, about uh, the best way to secure your investments. And time-intensive investment. Owning and managing child care uh, real estate can really be time-consuming and requires hands-on involvement in the day-to-day operations. Um, again, you have to do daily floor works. You have to make sure that everything on the property um, is safety and compliant um, in check. You know, so that can be time-intensive. Um, dependence on the local economy. The success of your childcare investment may be tied to the overall economic health of your local area, um, and so that will change depending on what part of the city or state that you are in. And then there's the evolving industry standards. Childcare industry standards and regulations are subject to change, and requiring ongoing adaptation and compliance. So, for example, one of the buildings we purchased, um, the lower level used to be able to be used for um, kindergarten children or school-age children. And then, unfortunately, uh, fire requirements um, had changed. Um, we had, for those of you who are familiar with the Station Fire in Rhode Island, it was very tragic. Um, a lot of things had changed after that in regards to the way that things were uh, zoned and what could be used in the regulations for childcare, And so certain ages were not able to be uh, below ground. So um, that did impact the number of students we were able to now service in that building. So those things like that can happen and you have to be aware of that. And then sometimes there are limited financing options. While, a 504 SBA loan it's attractive terms it may not be the ideal financing option for every investor it really does depend on your financial situation and goals and credit and you know different situations beyond financial and then you know the initial capital investment acquiring childcare real estate may require a significant initial investment And that may not be feasible for all investors. And then lastly, that emotional investment. Owning a child care real estate can be emotionally demanding. And it does involve the well-being and development of young children, which means you have to really be on top of it when it comes to making sure that everything on your property is 100%. So in conclusion, I would say owning child care real estate and utilizing a 504 SBA loan can offer numerous advantages, including steady income, tax benefits, long-term sustainability. However, it is important to consider the potential challenges such as regulatory requirements, staffing issues, changing market conditions. So, weigh your pros and cons, you can make an informed decision that aligns with your investment goals. And your risk tolerance. So I hope that that answers or at least gives you some guiding light on whether you want to rent or you want to purchase your next child care center. As always, thank you for tuning in. I really do appreciate your support. This has been the Child Care Director's Chair. I'm your host, Erica Scotio, and I hope you have a fantastic day. Well, all the cute little kiddos have been picked up and it's time to go home. And that'll do it for another episode of the Child Care Director's Chair. Please leave a review so Erica knows the information is helping you to manage and improve your child care centers. Remember to subscribe to get the latest episode from Erica's Child Care Director's Chair. (laughs)